live from Estopan All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast, powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to the Vamos Morados Podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am Zach. I am joined by my buddy Bitten again. Bitten, how's it going? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about uh, racing season. Yes, a, lot's already, a lot's already happened, but there's still also like a lot to happen on the horizon. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we had so much to talk about. We were planning on doing a single uh, off-season update podcast, but there's been so much news that we are on part two, the the racing half of our update. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been fair to racing too to shove them at the uh, end of what we went probably well over an hour and a half with. It was our long enough to talk, right? little city. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we'll get to properly talk about what has happened thus far with racing Louisville, what we do know, and some things to come. And it is very likely that some more news will have dropped between us recording and this getting released. That's how how. Frequently, we're expecting some of this news to start dropping based off of some some recent comments by the front office. But before we get into that, Zach, um, I guess we want to start off with the, the sad part, talking about the departures of our some of our beloved players. Uh, we're just going to rip the Band-Aid off, go straight in. With yeah, I figure we get the news. bad news out of the way first. I think it's not as fun. Compared to the Louisville City half of the pod, I think a much... Uh, a sadder departure list for racing. Would you agree? Uh, or at well, least a, uh, I think a more consequential departure list because uh, we lost, we lost some fan favorites for Louisville city, but I think we lost a lot more on the field performance for racing. Yeah. When you think of like the fan favorites for, for on the Louisville city side, for the most part, I was okay. Like I think the time had yeah. kind of run, run its course. Meanwhile, racing's like, losing some- a lot of good players in their prime. Yeah, yes, several of these names I I didn't want to see leave so soon. Um, you know, not all of it's bad news, but uh, let's yeah, we'll just get right into it. And at the top of the list, obviously, I put Miss Amina Ekic, which the writing was kind of on the wall there with with her getting such limited playing time. Last it's hard season. to keep her if you don't want to play her. Yeah, yeah. So I guess high level is that kind of what were your thoughts on that one? I think this is. This is one I was very frustrated with and the player I've been frustrated with. I think we actually, uh, I don't know if you remember when we, uh, when we were hosting the radio show, uh, we kind of got in it, got into it with Austin about Amina. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I guess we'll rewind to two seasons ago. Cause I think last season was, was weird for a lot of reasons, but yeah. two seasons ago when she was healthy, she was per minute one of the best attackers on the team by like multiple sort of advanced metrics when you looked at per minute performance and was still only getting a couple minutes per game. And it it seemed very clear to me that she was begging for more minutes. And I think we talked about, uh, you know, Kim's questionable lineup decisions. uh, when we talked about his departure and, and so um, I, I I think hers were maybe one of the biggest, I, I know there were, there were bigger name players that maybe people were frustrated with, but me personally, just looking at like permanent stats and, and who needs more time and who needs less time. She was the biggest one that stood out to me. And then 
She goes to Australia, has a great season in Australia, but also has a pretty bad ankle injury um, that sidelined her for, uh, I mean, the the end portion of the Australian season and the, the early part of the AWSL season. Um, and I, I will say she had very limited minutes last year. I don't, I don't think she really ever played more than 10 minutes in a game. It doesn't feel like. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think I looked. She she had like eighty minutes total for the season, um, and so it's with with that amount, it's very hard. I, I think permanent numbers are meaningless with a small with that small of a oh, sample set. You can't find your groove if you're checking in for two minutes at the end of a game in dead time. Um, but I, and I don't know if if it was the injury, but she did not have like the jump off the page. Uh, you know goals added uh xg permanent numbers last season that she had the previous season um so i do wonder if maybe coming back from that injury did did hold her back a little bit um i know i guess after she was waived and signed in australia she posted her doctor's note clearing her to play at the very start of the season um so but it, it did look to me just statistically that something was a little different last season than the season before. But all of that is to say she's from Louisville. She was the fourth pick in the draft. So that's a really high draft pick to just sort of wave and let go. Uh, and especially one, a player who feels like should have had more minutes and never got them. So I am frustrated with it. I think she's going to do really good in Australia. Um, so I'm happy for her for that. Um, she seemed like, she had a lot of fun there last year. So um, hopefully she has a MVP caliber season in the Australian league and is back next year. So the, the only really thing I'm going to push back with you on, because the rest of it, I'm going to be very, very pro Amina is the whole being her, like the fourth draft pick and waving that. Like, I, I think just in general, if somebody's not working out regardless of their pick, like, you know, you know cut your losses or, or do what you need to do. You shouldn't kind of, uh, shouldn't operate on the sunk uh, sunk cost fallacy in terms of the draft pick. I don't think it's a sunk cost thing. I just think it's a, uh, in any other major professional sports league that has a draft, if you're waving a early first round draft pick, uh, two or three years in that's seen as a big failure by the first office. I think if you're holding the NWSL to other professional sports league standards, it's like a big deal if you whiff on a fourth pick, especially with I don't think they whiffed. I think they picked good. Yeah, I think they just didn't play her. I no, I, I conceptually totally agree with that. I don't think that the NWSL is quite at the point where they're nearly as efficient as some of these other leagues. But yeah. we're splitting hairs at this point because I am uh, I'm very pro Amina. Um, yeah, yeah I we think have she's... to differ an opinion about something. Uh, I you know I just got hyper fixated like on that one particular comment you made, but the rest of it no. Um, I mean yeah. I think she was a victim of small sample size when it comes to her numbers last year. So I'm not reading yeah. too deeply into it. Well, I mean, she... and you, you never know, even if you were medically cleared to play, you know, it, it takes time, especially an ankle injury. Like it takes time. So, Oh yeah. Even if she, for health reasons could play it, who knows if she was ever really at a hundred percent last season. Right. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe realistically, even if you had a coach that was very much in her favor, she wouldn't have saw very much time as well. Who knows? I mean, yeah. We could play that game all day long, but I think at the end of the day, um, I guess Kim and his staff didn't um, didn't view her as either ready or, or up to the standard. And 
I imagine there was part of her that was ready to move on, right? She wants to to play regularly. If she wasn't going to get it here, she wants to be able to go somewhere else. And like you said, she had a she had a darn good time in Australia her her first stint around. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, maybe... up until her injury, she was having legitimately like an MVP caliber season right. down there. And maybe Bev had a have a different rating or assessment of her, but I think by yeah, you know, I think by the time it, she she was taking control, it was kind of like way too late. That situation already kind of set its course. So I will say though, that was that was an early thing. I think when that's first announced, I'm like, ah, like I'm happy that she'll go somewhere where she'll get some more playtime. Um. You know, I'm sad to see her leave. I was not concerned, I guess, for the team necessarily. Given the rest of the departures, though, boy, it would really be nice to have another player with her skill set around, given who's gone now. Yeah, yeah. In, in hindsight, yeah, we departures. went from being we went from being very deep at that spot and having everyone fight two minutes to being very, very thin at that spot now. Yeah. So, um. I wish her all the all the best in Australia. I guess it is also worth noting that while she's crushing it down Australia, that I mean that league may not be up to the same standards as NWSL. So like yeah, I don't I, at the same time I don't want to be like like an overly like huge fan of Amina. We also have to recognize that like it's not like an equal translation for those who want who want to point at her like awesome success down there. But but to that point, like I I wish she had gotten a little bit more more of an opportunity. But I would rather see her play somewhere than ride the bench and, and never see the field. So this is, I think, the the best outcome for her. I wish her the best. And hey, you know what? Who's who's to say that she couldn't come back one day? No. Could happen. Never write it off. Yeah. Um, next person we had on the list was Miss Nadia Nadim. I mean, it felt about time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, she. I mean, she's. She's not a player who's ever stayed anywhere super long. So I think you kind of expected it's probably not going to be a multiple contract situation with her. I, I um it's it sucks to to see her leave, but it's not not a huge surprise for me. Also, like given the point she's at in her career now, I I'm as far as on the field, I, I think uh that we're not gonna miss her too much. I know she's a big locker room presence. Yeah, yeah, that that was probably her her biggest value. I think on the field, you, there's probably a I don't want to call it a rapid decline, but a, a noticeable yeah. decline over time. Her best days or uh, playing days are behind her. Honestly, that's probably more so just due to uh, to father time catching up to her, yeah. and less so to her major injuries. Like well, me, props to her for coming back from those. I don't know if we want to. I feel like the next name on the list, like Jess McDonald's, kind of in a similar situation. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, very, very I think right there. A big locker room loss, but uh, I mean, w- due to due to her leave, she didn't play much last season anyway. So I think we're we've already adjusted to playing without Jess. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just kind of sad seeing a, seeing a name like that go. But yeah, as far as the uh, the competitive makeup of the roster, you're not overly concerned. Um, next one is uh, on the list is is Rebecca Holloway and. And I feel bad. She's like one player. I've been like just very critical the whole time. We, we and I don't think I was kind to, to Bex. And I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stand behind my words. I don't think I was, uh, I don't think I was out of touch and being critical there. I just, I just, I think this level might have been a, been a bit too high. I appreciate her, 
her doing her darndest and uh, and helping fill in roles is is needed. But um, yeah, I'm 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 okay with that move. We also had departing uh, Taylor uh, Olimer, one of the I believe she was one of the signings from the um, one of the Challenge uh, Cup. Yeah, signings. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yep. So, uh, I mean, she saw the field like once or twice. She didn't quite jump off the page. Like, um, why am I blanking on her name right now? You know exactly who I'm thinking of. Um, uh, I, I do too. It, yeah, I, uh, Picorni. I said Picorni because uh, <laughs> I thought the the fun name for for fans of her Picorni X. Uh, Picorni, yes. Uh, <laughs> isn't that great? Just kind of rolls off the tongue. Anyway, uh, yeah. So um, she got a, got a shot at the uh, at the NWSL level. Could be be some good exposure to her. I'm not sure if she'll land back in the NWSL or not. Um, you never know. Maybe she finds a another club at this level or and or or below that and sees more regular time. But probably wasn't going to be happening here. Yeah. This one was uh, interesting, and I'm not I, – I, I can't say I really saw this one coming. Wong Shuang signing with Tottenham. Yeah, I'm, so now we're getting to the big loss. For yeah, the, yeah the, we're getting into the, yeah. the losses. Because uh, it's it's like a one-two-three punch with these last three. Exactly. Um, uh, well, yeah, with, with Wong here, like I was um, – I, I – I don't know if I realized it was a contract year for her or not, but I thought she no, was. Oh, I, I kind of, that one sort of hit me by surprise. I, I was not expecting her contract to be up already. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been, a, I've been a big fan of hers. I mean, she's had certainly had her, her ups and downs, but she, I do think, she's largely... I think she came in really hot and then settled down a bit. I, I know she missed a pretty big chunk of time in last season with the Asian cup. Um, but I think overall is a really solid player. I think a big, um, I know a big addition to the team fan base wise. Like she, she brought a lot of people to the games. It felt like I saw a lot of Wong Swan fans. Oh, every the, game there was a group. Yeah. Uh, she had like a dedicated section just about. So I, I think I hate to talk about business stuff, but I think it is a big loss for the team. Just as far as like name recognition for the team goes, I think she was a big boost and also I, I think was, was very solid in her position. I, I, I think especially like, it seemed like she was adjusting to the league and I think would have had an even better season next season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm sure that uh, Tottenham offered her a, a pretty nice deal. And, you know, with her not being from, from the U S to begin with uh, doesn't necessarily have the same ties, you know, some of the other players, you know, when they're, when they're native to here, you, they they have this little bit more inclination to to kind of stay home, so she doesn't have that same sort of tie down. So off to uh off to Spurs she goes. Too bad it's uh them of all the uh recognizable English clubs names. I know Michael's really really broke up about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah I'm pretty disappointed that one. I'm surprised another one that surprised me. It shouldn't have probably in hindsight, but it does. Is Paige Monahan. Getting Ugh. taken in the expansion draft. Stupid expansion draft. I you mean, shouldn't get to you shouldn't get to pick in the expansion draft if you've if you've already been a team. <laughs> I think I, I proposed a new rule moving forward, which is if you are a team that is returning to the league that's already been in the league before, you're not allowed to pick in the expansion draft. I'm gonna go one step further and create a different rule that says we just don't have the expansion draft. I mean that's that would be ideal. That that's that's first choice. 
But if we're going to have the expansion draft, you should be a new team. Exactly. Yep. I, I, I agree with that logic. But unfortunately, that was not the case. She is off to Utah. I mean, they clearly saw the value that uh, that we saw in her in the first place. She was a great addition. The originator of Go Big Perp. I know. And she's already on the move. She was I, – I, I spoke with her. The biggest vibes loss of, of the offseason. Oh, yeah. I spoke with her once, and she was she was just an absolute delight, super uh, super well-spoken. And had, an a, real, had a career year. I mean, she's been in the league for, for a little while and really had a breakout year last season. Yeah, um, she was uh, she was fantastic. I'm sure she would have saw pretty regular minutes this season, but uh, it's not going to be a uh, not going to be in Lynn Family Stadium. And I know so some people were are uh, uh, we got a, a lot of questions again. I don't think this one was in question form. It might just be a thing I've seen people discussing, but I know some people are holding out hope that that we could trade to get her back. And I would say that if if that were a thing that were going to happen. I, I think we would have gone ahead and just traded for protection in the draft in the it's, first place. Yeah, it's 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 nice to 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 dream up that scenario, but like if it was gonna happen, it probably would have would yeah, have would happened pre-draft if it was gonna happen. So so they didn't get it done. They saw the value page, they took her, and if we were already cr- coming back to try to trade for her, they'd probably absolutely hose us on a deal. We yeah. probably have to give up way too much for that. So it's one of those things where we probably just need to Accept the loss, unfortunately, and, and move on. I, I wish her all the best in every match except for against racing or any match that is in racing's best interest. On a on a statistical note, that's the most minutes of all the players departing was paid. How many she had, uh, do you have it offhand? How much she yeah, how many she uh, played? thousand eight hundred minutes last okay. season. So a big hole in the rotation. Yep. From her. Yep, it certainly um, it certainly is. And Wong <laughs> was it's next after her with uh 1400 gotcha so okay. um all right well uh to make matters worse and then the a... big, I, I think the the biggest on the field departure for the team this one's a bit of a mixed bag this one's a, a silver lining cuz yeah. it's this is the best for the player of all of them i i would say but it's the biggest loss for racing i, I think there's so, some positive for the club too so tembi catlana transferred to tigris down in mexico she's getting a gigantic payday of almost half a million a year um racing got a transfer fee of almost 300,000 which i believe is the second highest in the in the league's history if i'm not mistaken i feel like i saw that fact somewhere yep in fact check it could be wrong but a, a substantial amount for uh, for an nwsl transfer um i mean yeah she was she was an exciting player we had to wait quite a while to see her in action because of her her incredibly unfortunate injury and arguably she just as unfortunate timing extremely well Oh yeah, she did. She did great. When we got to see her, she seemed to live up to the hype of, of why the club had signed her in the first place. But uh, you know, uh, the foreign club came came calling and and gave her a nice pay raise. So you can't get mad about that. We do get some money in, re- in return. So it's not like she just walks like uh like Wong or or taken away from us like Paige. So there is a I guess a some sort of a silver lining. Um, now I guess the ultimate judgment of this transfer is going to come down to what they do with that money and how they backfill her opening. But right now without that explicit bad backfill, it feels 
feels kind of bad. Well, and do you want me? You want me to give you some numbers to make you real sad? Yeah, hit hit me those numbers. You know I love them. Okay, so uh, goals added. It's like a try to way to just try to quantify someone being on the field versus a replacement level player. Like how many more goals would you have scored? Um, sort of takes all the things you contribute into account. So so Paige we mentioned played one thousand eight hundred minutes. She was the the second biggest loss the team had in goals added. She had. 0.4 goals added total for the season. Timby played 900 minutes. So almost exactly half half of the minutes Paige played. Uh, 1.65 goals added on the year. About the direction we need to be trending. Which is that. an insane amount per minute. Uh, and I think that matches the eye test. Because like when she was on the field, she was... Not their entire offense, but the the like all of their best attacks when she was on the field were coming through her. Yeah, her speed was truly a, a difference maker. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to replicate that. So it is is a big loss. But again, as as far as I'm concerned, the ultimate judgment of this transfer is going to come down to how that money is reinvested, who they bring into backfill that. But um, I mean, pretty big shoes for a. For for a very small woman, what was she like? Five four. She was very tiny. Might have been even shorter <laughs> than that. Had a great World Cup too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so she got, Timmy got will a lot be of attention there. Massively missed. Yeah. And the most recent of the departures um, was Hillary Beal. She's going back home to uh, to San Diego. I don't think she's from San Diego, but she's from somewhere in that vicinity in California Local area. Yeah. Yeah. So she was, uh, she was sent off there for a second round uh, draft pick. You know, she gets moved closer to the home, um, you know, maybe potentially some, some playing time there because she wasn't seeing it. I think Katie Lund has pretty firmly has that position and control. So yeah. I, I, I am, I personally have views when the situation is kind of best for, for both parties. I think she's, we didn't really get to see much of her firsthand, but, um, but I feel, I feel very confident in the goalkeeping room that that surge had uh, put together. So I imagine she's, she's pretty top quality and maybe we'll get to see that in San Diego. Yeah. I, I think goalkeeper core is super strong for racing. So I, 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 I actually goalkeeper is a position where I am happy to see some of the backups leave because yeah, Katie has such a strong grip on that position that there, no one else is probably going to get any playtime. Um, exactly. So yeah. I'm happy to, to see people, like come here and improve and 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 move on in that backup position. Yep. So so best of luck to her. Um yeah, we hit some some pretty uh pretty tough one that I just some some I kind of more on the like I guess emotional front, you know, a lot of us have those, those ties like wanted to see Amina succeed here and she didn't unfortunately get that full opportunity. Others Really, you're going to hurt the couple fan favorites. I mean, people love Nadia and Jess and and Wong Chuang and Paige and Timby. Like, yeah, so yeah, pretty, pretty brutal, especially. uh, I think we we did it. I'm sorry, everyone. I think we said we expected it to be a pretty quiet offseason as far as departures went. (laughs) I feel I and I I would have to go, we'd have to go back to the tapes, but I feel like we also acknowledge that, you know, it could go any of number of ways. We, you know, you have the expansion draft, you have a regular draft, which always entails a few trades here and there. Um, ultimately had a you know coaching change, which, which we'll get into more a little bit. Um, so 
I mean, yeah, as painful as the departure list is, we do have a few new signings, and there should be more to come. I will say, as of right now, the new signings don't really match up really great with the departure as far as, far as positionally. But there's uh, there's still work to be done. Yeah. And yeah, the, it, offseason is still going. So yeah, three exactly. all right now is, is not good. The, yes. We need more players. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree. Zach, we're, we'll go ahead. We'll cut to a, a, a quick little break here. And then when we get back, we'll talk about who's coming. And we'll talk about what to maybe expect from the team, what we know thus far. And, and some of the other news that's come out recently. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Looking for a place for some of the best beer and liquor deals in town? Frankfurt Avenue Liquors has you covered. If you're looking for a place to watch the game, to catch some, some of the best live local music, Frankfurt Avenue Liquors also has a full-service bar with some award-winning bartenders, some of the best drinks you'll find in town. Frankfurt Avenue Liquors, as the name says, off of Frankfurt Avenue. Check them out today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Vamos Brados. I'm still Zach. I'm still Benton. Let's talk some new signings about it. All right, let's get into the better news. Zach, who uh, who has the club brought in thus far? So I think the first that we'll try to go in chronological order. If, if assuming we wrote them down in chronological order, I, I believe it is. Yeah. So the first signing, I think definitely you mentioned new coach. This one felt like a coach wanting to bring in her players type signing. Ellie Jean uh, off of Gotham, which was Coach Bev's previous team. Uh, She's a defender, um, played a decent amount last season. She was not like a regular starter, um, but she had 10 starts, played played in 16 matches, a little under 1,000 minutes. Um, uh, I guess for, for context, for those listening, if uh, Tembi, you said, had about 900-ish minutes, so she probably played r- equi- roughly equivalent, same amount of time. Yes. But was not coming back from an injury that I'm aware of. Right, right, right. Yeah, just just trying to compare the amount of time that that she spent on the field. So it's not like she didn't see the pitch, but she wasn't starting game in and game out, it sounds like, for them. Yeah. And Um, I think, if I remember correctly, uh, a big chunk, like her, her, a lot of her starts and playtime were during the World Cup um, when Gotham had some some regular starters out. Yeah, Uh, that's not to skip too far ahead, it's, uh, it sounds like like Ryan Dell spoke with the media. I believe it was today, the day our day of recording, and he uh, he made it sound like not all these were like were maybe like they were, they were trying to add some depth to the roster. Yeah. So I think she's probably a depth pickup. Exactly. I don't know that the the full intention was was necessarily going to be game in game out starter here but uh, you know you never know how how somebody shows up to training camp or whatnot we we talked a little bit beforehand and i'll let you kind of delve into it further that her her numbers didn't look super great i'm i'm of the mindset even when you when you have signings like that 
it could be an indication that the the coach sees something in that individual that yeah. the the other team didn't see, and maybe we can utilize uh, utilize her in a different way to kind of get some some better results there. But yeah. uh, you want to dive yeah, into I'll, kind of what you were you had? I'll add. So I'll give some context. So goals added. I think in a uh, in a league that has maybe more sophisticated stat collection than the NBSL is a metric I really like. There are some things that it misses just like, I think we talked about with Gibson for Louisville city where it's like a lot of the stuff he does is just like being in the right spot and he's not super directly affecting the play. It's like a second order effect that he has. And it's hard to capture things like that. That said, she had a decent sample size. I think she played 900. I think she played 1600 minutes total when you include challenge cup and everything negative 1.9 goals added which is lower than any of the players that are leaving so that specific metric does not like her uh that's not it's not a perfect metric it does but i that does concern me a bit (laughs) yeah it's i mean obviously not not ideal just because it you know, if it were negative 0.4 or something kind of in the in the noise range, I'm a lot quicker to dismiss it. But that is that's pretty far high up there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that could be part, part of the evidence of why maybe she's not at least coming in, maybe viewed as a going to be somebody who's a regular starter. But I certainly think she has her opportunity there. Um, and 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 again, I like to think that that Bev has something up her, her sleeve there you know, with a, with a signing like that when the, when the numbers don't exactly tell the, tell the right story. Yeah. Well, you think it, one good thing is she's someone that coach Bev has personal experience with. Yep. So. Yeah. So um, it didn't like come out, it didn't like really come yeah. t- totally out of the blue or anything like I'm that. I'm just some dude who looked up some stuff on American soccer analysis site. So I, I, I think <laughs> you could be missing a lot there, but off the bat, like not, not not the number I would like to see there. Next signing though is is a pretty huge one. I I was I was very excited about this one. It was when it was announced. Team signed uh, Marissa Vigiano, um, who is Vigiano, a. It's fun to say. That's fun to say. Uh, I mean, a a big name in the league, uh, veteran player. Uh, yeah, she played for the the Dash uh, last season. Uh, Fourteen starts, played in twenty matches, uh, hundred minutes. Uh, she she's big. I mean, she's she's gonna be um, a big locker room ad. I think she fills the void of a couple of the veteran players that they lost. Uh, definitely, she is really good at controlling the midfield. Uh, she gets a, a decent amount of assists as a midfielder. Like, I, I think is very good at, at controlling the tempo of the game when when she's on the field. Uh, I, I think a very a very big add. I, she doesn't. I think she doesn't specifically fill any of the voids of the players they lost, but is is a huge addition. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, she she played a good a good bit of time with the dash. I um, mean, well known name. Uh, I like. I like that. I feel like she's going to be able to take a little bit of weight off of some of the other midfielders shoulders, particularly I'm thinking like Savannah and Jalen and be kind of an additional threat in that part of the field. 
and and get those gals, you know, take some um, attention off those uh, those other gals and let them get into the action a bit more. I think she also kind of I, I like continuing to include players who have league experience. Um, and I think we, we've we've talked about this before. You know, we've brought in so many players who didn't have that league experience. And you know, there's there's definitely pros and cons there, but you do want to have you know some level of that. She's got you know she's got quite a bit of experience. She was you know drafted in 2019, had a lot of time with the Pride, the Dash, now now with us. So she's she's got a good resume here. So I think she's uh it was a pretty good pickup for for the club. Yeah, definitely. So far, the 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 biggest signing, I think, legitimately a great signing. We've been talking about nerd stats, but she was about 0.8 goals added, which is is really good. I mean, uh, that's better than everyone leaving other than Timby. So yeah, and fun fact, she has a sister that plays in the league. I didn't know that she plays for the uh, the rain. Ah, there we go. I thought I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I thought there were multiple Vigianos. I wasn't yeah. So you're, you're not crazy. So um, yeah, yeah, younger sister plays for the rain. Nice. The Seattle rain. Yeah. They just, uh, today they just did their, oh, we'll get to it with the news. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have said that. <laughs> All right. We got one more to go. Uh, one more to hit on the most recent signing. So uh, Yuka Kurosaki out of the university in Kentucky. Uh, she also played at Oklahoma, I think for a little bit. Uh, she, I think she's currently was playing in, She's played in Norway and Finland. I think it's Finland was the most recent one. Maybe it was Norway. Yes, Finland was the most recent. Uh, um, Love, love, love to see players who played college in Kentucky on the team. So uh, excited about it from that point. I think uh, she's another midfielder. Again, it feels like a good signing. (laughs) Probably is a depth player for the team, I would think. Still not feeling... There's a gigantic hole on the wing, uh, a, a Timby and Paige Monahan sized hole that is yet to be filled. Uh, so, but I think the midfield core is looking extremely solid right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at least for us, a little bit of an unknown entity, but you know, when you're, when you're has not for, played in the NWSL yet. So this right. will be her first shot in the league. But again, like Bev's at the helm now. So I imagine she's, she's gotten to, review some film on her and really study her and get to know her before making the signing. So I'm hoping this turns out to be a little clever piece of, of business. I mean, worst case scenario, um, she's, she's some additional depth in the midfield. Um, and I guess it's also worth pointing out that, you know, she's, she's listed as a midfield and play there. Traditionally, there's no reason why she, she couldn't be trained and flexible to play in another role. I try to, keep my mind open about where some of these players may play despite what their, their past history has been. I don't think we give enough credit to the flexibility of these players as far as where, where, you know, their adaptability on the pitch, you know, it's not, it's not so specified to the point. Think of like American football, for example, somebody going from like a receiver to quarterback, like apples and oranges. Right. And there's a little bit of that in in soccer. I mean, there's certainly nuances, but I think they're more similar than they are different. It is. It is important to look at specific skill set, though. I, I oh think, no, I, yeah, I t- no, t- totally agree. And I, I don't position don't know aside. Her, but... I, I think they've not had anyone who has this skill set that Paige and and Timmy are are, are are exiting with. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I won't disagree with that. I don't, you know, I don't know that she's quite necessarily gonna gonna have the makeup of her, just kind of based off of you know, largely just not having played one of the, one of the largest leagues yet. But um, 
who's to say that she she couldn't get there or whatnot. But um, I'm interested to see her particularly take to the field since uh, since we haven't seen her in the NFL before. Now, Zach, with with all that said, I guess kind of one of the biggest factors right now is the coach situation. We now have Bev Vianez is the head coach, previously the assistant coach. This is her first head coaching gig, but it seemed, I don't want to say universal, like it, it, but it did seem pretty universal that everybody was kind of wanting her to get that role, right? Like, like we've heard so many just positive comments from the players about her. And we've just, we've struck out several times already now with, with the head coach. I, I feel like we're all kind of already, under- already here. Yep. That's, that's huge as well. You know, it's very much like a, a coach, Danny Cruz sort of situation, right? You, you're kind of, you're kind of rooting for these, these young former players to, to get their opportunity. And I think race, we were almost at a point with racing, like why not? Everything else has not worked out thus far. Let's 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 give her her opportunity. Let's let her take a shot. And uh, Jeremy Wells asked on Twitter, I mean, what can we expect from a Yenez coach team? I so I guess one just just on the signing, uh, I think she was probably the consensus everyone's wish for the signing. She's definitely the most common answer you got if you asked fans. Yeah, uh, uh, I think she. Checks all the boxes we li- we had mentioned when we talked about what we wanted in a, a coach. Uh, she's got experience in the league. Um, she's on the the early end of her coaching career, which I think um, here in Louisville is probably a, the best chance we have for getting a a, a quality coach is, is is someone who's who's new. The players love her. She's a big locker room favorite i think what to expect so i think the big question mark for me with bev because this is her first head coaching position the tactically i think i am i'm curious to see i guess how she'll want to play where she is tactically as a coach i I think the the things that are less unknowns i think she's going to be a great players coach i think she's going to motivate the players and and uh lead the locker room really well. I think we've already seen from what we've heard from people on that. So I think that the tactics that so we had, we got some questions about tactics. I, I think who, who knows that, that, that complete is completely up in the air, but I do think, which, it, which is a big part of it. I think sometimes maybe tactics are overrated and, and person, people, people control or man, man people management is an underrated aspect of the job. Um, so I, I do feel feel confident that that half of it at least she will have she will excel at what about you ben i i listened to an interview with her today at least at least part of one and if you've not taken the time to listen to her talk before i I encourage you to do so she's you know incredibly motivating and as caitlin whiteside put it you know oh paraphrase has you ready to run through a brick wall and i completely agree she is so incredibly passionate yeah she is very passionate about what she does. You know, she's a, she's a former player. I don't doubt that she she knows her stuff. She has familiar th- familiarity with the league, and she's kind of now at this point where she's she's ready for this role. And I and I trust her at that you know at the helm. Like you mentioned, tactically, 
right now probably a bit of a of an enigma, right? We don't have anything really to to reference. I think Ryan Dale alluded that it'll be different than than Coach Kim, but um, <laughs> no comment. But I I think maybe we're done with with starting with tactics and and and, and trying to build the team around it. Yeah. I think maybe it's time to to maybe start with the team and 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 let the tactics fit in. <laughs> exactly, and I you know I think she's kind of working with a blank canvas on that particular front, right? She's going to have to obviously build her team to the, to the vision that she sees. Some of the players that we have may be part of that. Some may eventually not be. I mean, all this is time to tell. And again, we still have more signings to come. Talk about that here soon. I'm, I I don't want to get too far ahead as of right now. I'm not super confident in, racing's playoffs hope i know that's incredibly premature however with that said i think bev will get the absolute best out of out of the roster i think she's going to be the, exactly the type where you where you're elevating your players players look awesome under her i don't know how familiar you were with um marcelo bielsa and his tenure at leeds a few years back he has a very particular rigorous style and he's been known for getting the best out of his players, like to the point where they don't see the same level of success under other other under managers because he knows how to how to use these people with within his system well. I I think she's going to be of that mold. So I, in terms of what Bev particularly does with this team, I'm as of right now not inclined to think that we're going to be disappointed. However, I, well, I do think and- it will be a very uphill battle so when you're looking at all the losses that we have i don't know maybe we go back here in a few weeks and we've signed a bunch more people and i'm singing a different tune and maybe i'm just operating heavily off of the the departure list go ahead zach the roster is extremely incomplete right now like if you look at the roster page on the website there are three forwards listed on the roster that they got a lot of money to work with right now um i would say maybe they're the roster as is definitely does not feel like a playoff team to me does feel like they're like two forward signings away from being a playoff team, depending on, on who the players are. Um, so I, I think it's not, I think the midfield looks good right now. Um, the defense is probably not any better or worse than it was last season. I think probably about the same there. Uh, I will mention tactically one thing that I feel good about with Bev is uh, she is a coach who's going to understand tactically what what works and does not work in the NWSL specifically. I think an issue that we have run into front office and coaching wise is the people who have been building this team up until now have been people with soccer knowledge, but not necessarily NWSL knowledge. And I, I think a thing that has hurt them is that lack of familiarity with tactically what works in the NWSL specifically. I think the team has tried to play as if they play in a different league and that has hurt them in the past. Uh, so I, I think that will be an improvement next season at yeah. least. Um, and I guess one other thing I'd, I'd like to think that she's probably going to bring to the table. And again, time will tell on this one is, is a little bit more, more flexibility and probably, I guess, kind of dynamic decision-making. I feel like Kim was very kind of, stuck to his vision he knew who, what players he wanted and what lineup he wanted whether that was 
you know the right choice based off of the the shifting competition or not um also props to uh whoever in the media department has already photoshopped racing jerseys onto all these new signings uh <laughs> the website looks very nice yeah um yeah so i'm again like i know i know there's still more to be done on the roster but i'm going to be I'm going to feel a, a higher level of certainty to declare this team like a playoff contender before I give that a word. Cause I felt like that last season. Right. And they, and they fell just shy. And I know that, you know, we could do a lot of what ifs, like where there's kind of narrow margins where they could have made it. I got to see some wins before yeah. I and then saying whether or not they're a playoff team. We also have to factor in here too. And, and this may not be a big factor at all, but, um, you know, like like we were talking about tactics. I mean, Bev's going to want to play a different style. They'll obviously have the preseason to to work on that to get familiar with what her expectations are. And I think she will do an outstanding job of communicating that message and teaching her team. But I still think there's going to be a little bit of a ramp up f- period, a little bit of um, getting used to whatever that setup is. So that could be at least early on a, a minor hindrance. Um, I, I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping I can look back and, and, and laugh about my some of the pessimism that I'm uh, that I'm feeling right now about the playoff hopes, particularly. Yeah. But again, like I'm, said, I'm I'm op- we're not... operating off of like there's still some pretty critical pieces to happen, and yeah. I guess this is a a pretty good segue to. I, I think we do this a lot, but we're going to continue to do it. Becky Morgan's doing a lot of fantastic writing. On, on racing on the beautiful game network that's bgn.fm um she just posted something today it was kind of uh almost sort of like what we're doing right T- kind of talking a big picture about the off season and i think a lot of it has to do with some of the conversations um that ryan dell had today with the media and there are a few particular tidbits that i want us to talk about the first being um Ryan Dell alluded to a to a signing coming one of a that is a national team player with a quote noticeable name did not disclose what national team, but uh, obviously that that implies a a certain caliber not only just a national team player but one with a noticeable name. So that could be that could be the kind of big signing here that 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 gets the optimism flowing a little bit again, right? Hopefully a win. I'm sure Bev's where, well aware of the uh, the gaps on her roster. <laughs> so eager to see what that one is. And also, as of the time of 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 that writing, there is the implication that there would be a trade happening in the next 24 hours. By the time you listen to this, I'm sure that's already happened. But very eager to see what's what that one's going to be about. What are we? What are we giving up? What are we getting in return? No, uh, no other indication that one's. Double checking. That's not the Beal trade that that's referring to. When did this no, post? This, this was, uh, she published this today, January okay. 9th. There we go. So this would be yet a, another uh, another trade on that. Um, okay. Yeah, she did write about uh, Bev being tight-lipped on the uh, on the play style, which hard to falter for that, right? Yeah. You know, keep your cards close to your chest. You got no body of work for anybody else to reference, um, reference on you. So we'll also feel it out. I don't want the place to all be set in stone. So yeah, no, exactly. We also did get news that the preseason is going to be beginning on January 22nd in Arizona. 
And the last little tidbit, and I don't know if this is specifically at the preseason or not. It wasn't that 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 specific element wasn't completely clear to me. But it looks like racing is going to be attending some form of an international tournament. Nice. Which is which is pretty I wonder, cool. Attending pre-season, or hosting? Attending. Okay. It's uh, I mean preseason tournaments like are a thing, so I'm inclined to believe maybe this is kind of within the preseason because it's my understanding with the. With the Olympics break, the NWS already has some plans there, so okay. I don't know. Though. Are, I guess obviously more to come I, on that one. I am a big fan of those like four team preseason tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know we've uh, like when you start a FIFA career mode. <laughs> like Carolina always ho- host one. I don't know if they still do. They did for a long time. Um, because I mean, USL in, in the women's like soccer landscape, your alternative is playing college teams, right? Yeah. So this this should get them a little bit better level of competition, a little more um, a little more uh, intensity. And it'll be fun. That's like we don't saying. get we don't get an open cup for racing. I, yeah, more little tournaments, the better for me. Oh, I don't get too excited. I would highly doubt that this is going to be available for us to watch. Yeah, I mean it's preseason, right? She again, she doesn't want her her tactics and whatnot getting out there. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm wrong on that one, but I'm, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, if it's an international tournament, teams generally don't want to travel to another country for a game. People aren't going to be able to watch. That's a fair uh, point as well. Hey, typically you're doing that for the publicity. So playing a closed doors international tournament, I don't think would make a whole lot of financial sense for teams. But it could be in the preparedness sense again, like instead of beating up on a on a local college, from racing standpoint. But like, if a team is flying overseas, they probably don't want to be playing a bunch of closed door games. Yeah, but we'll see. I, I'm excited to hear more about that. Yeah. Now, Bev, uh, you know, Bev wasn't the only kind of, you know, not the only promotion from within. Yeah. Yeah internal promotion um i don't remember if we touched on this or not when we talked about louisville city but mario sanchez who at one point was uh he served as the interim coach actually yep. after um after the first coach and was also well liked by the players oh, as interim coach loved, from yep. all the from all everyone i talked to about with firsthand knowledge there so absolutely he uh he had the he was kind of the the top dog in the academy setup now he's moving full-time over to racing, which is a huge pickup for them. Um, it stinks for the Academy, but thankfully for the Academy, their backfill is uh, Luke Spencer, who is climbing the ranks and who I, I very much trust. He's had a, a good bit of time to work with and under Mario to continue running things in the positive direction that they've been going. But I mean, it's, it's a huge win for the team, right? Like they loved Bev. They loved Mario. Two people. I think they have a lot of respect and trust in. Yeah. I think you probably compliments her skill set well as a coach too he yeah he, he, he brings is, a lot more experience he has to the table. more experience he's been around for a while i think i think that's a good pairing as far as coach assistant coach there and he's been i mean he's been closely involved with the league since uh, uh, um since its inception so it's not like he's a a stranger to the nwsl landscape I'm sure he's he's quite familiar so um be a, a great support system for for bev and the players themselves and then also, you know, today I saw uh, Michael Shaw posted this um, from Ryan Dell's presser is that he um, Ryan Dell 
slate it that uh, that they're expecting three more additions to the racing staff to be announced soon. One coach, uh, a couple more supporting roles, including player experience role, which we had one initially, and then that kind of just went away. Either way, so it sounds like the team is is expanding a bit. We don't have any Love more to see information a nice on full that. Of, like, like a nice full coaching staff. Yeah. I'm, I feel I'm, like the team has been a little short-handed staff-wise in the past, so I'm yeah, glad so to see. Yeah. They'll be uh, fleshing things out, and, and and I'm hoping, again, it's more support for Bev. So while you know, while I trust Bev fully with, with the team, and I think she's going to do a, a good job, she is a new coach, and I think she is going to need an additional level of support. And so I hope these these additions come in and are really going to help complement her, her her lack of experience, formal experience within that role. Hmm. So, um, next up, and again, uh, this should probably will have happened by the time we record, so we won't go on it too long. Is the the draft now, Zach? I guess kind of what you think on the draft. Do you think we're going to get see any regular starters come out of it? Or is it going to be more players for the future? Uh I, I'm not sure. The team does not have as high of a draft pick as they've had previously. I think they have the sixth pick in the first round, if I remember correctly. I should remember because I just did two mock drafts. Yeah, as I racing. you were involved with one. I, I think probably the team has the potential to add some depth. I probably, I'm not expecting any starters right out of the gate out of this year's draft for racing. That's sort of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of think the, th- the same as well. Um, one interesting thing, though, kind of around around that space is, and Tyler Griever shared this again. I think it also came from that Ryan Dell presser today. The club held its own pro day for some of the prospects, and he believes that Louisville could be the first to have done that, which is, uh, you know, pretty cool, right? I mean, the 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 league, yeah. the team, kind of trending towards that level of professionality that you're you're seeing in other other sports leagues. Do like, we know who standard. attended the pro day? No, we don't. Uh, that would help me see how good my mock draft was. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, that's locked in a vault somewhere. They're not gonna let that out. Who they've been eyeballing. Um, I guess I'll to give a heads up. Uh, like a player, probably to keep an eye on, just from a racing standpoint. Um, someone I expect to be around that that sixth spot in the first round where where racing is is Ava Gatino out of Notre Dame. Notre Dame's fairly close to here, like as a regionally close player. I think she's expected to be sort of a mid first round pick that the player to watch. We'll see if I, we'll see if I actually get that correct, but that would be, if I had to guess who racing takes in the first round, that was, that was who I had them take in the most recent mock draft we did. Your head's going to be so big. If you got that right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm cheering you on buddy. (laughs) I got to throw it out there. I got to shoot my shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, she's uh, a defender, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that. So would probably, I, I would expect probably be more of defending depth in, in year one. Right. Yeah. Now, last thing we want to touch on, and again, not a ton to go on here because we don't have it yet, is the uh, is the schedule. While we don't have the schedule itself, we have a we framework. Have the framework. Yes. Yeah. So, Zach, you want to walk us through that one? Yeah. So another, th- I love to see it. Another, another year of uh balanced home and away schedule. So 13 home, 13 away games, 18 playoff, no more challenge cup and uh Olympics break. You mentioned in the like, July, August time period. 
I'm not going to miss the Challenge Cup. Not going to miss the Challenge Cup. Love to see balanced schedules, though. Well, I mean, technically, technically, the Challenge Cup will continue to exist. Instead, it's just kind of one of those, like, non-tournament things where uh, – it's just the 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 champ like the the winner of of the whole shebang and the regular season winner like germany has oh. something like that like it's yeah. it called like the super That's cup lame. yeah um so it does i, I miss the we cup. don't have to worry about it though especially cuz i mentioned we don't have an open cup or like a champions league for racing so it, as a soccer fan i i hate to see like the the one non-playoff tournament we had leave um hopefully something will fill that void eventually i would um we've got the the, the league's ever evolving is starting in the usl this season i we seem to be pretty close to be able to have a women's open cup um in these next couple years just as far as amount of professional teams playing wise uh i i would love to see something like that I'm I'm honestly not too concerned. This like this landscape is so rapidly evolving. Yeah. I'm sure the schedule framework next year is going to be totally different. And the year after, totally different yeah. from that. Even so, um, or I'm even sure uh, eventually you'll get your wish is, in some form. This is a thing we've complained about with the MLS because they have a Champions League uh, already, but with with the NWSL because we U.S. Soccer does not run a tournament uh, and and. CONCACAF does not have a women's tournament, like a big hole there in my opinion, but even something like a like a little tournament with the League MX teams, I, I would like to see. I just, yeah, something needs to be there for me. And I'm, I'm sure it's probably already actively being talked about by people who can make that decision. We'll see what happens there. I, again, I'm not concerned about like things developing in that direction. I miss exactly. it. It'll be missed. If anything, hopefully we can bring it back just for the next uh, World Cup. <laughs> the challenge. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, it filled a void. Yeah, but that was great to have during the World Cup break. So. Ultimately, it was not the uh, not the priority in my mind. So, although big missed opportunity for the players, that was a pretty big payday last season uh, with the. With the prize money for that yeah so. i mean that was like i think all sponsorship driven so i'm sure they'll find another way to kind of work that in 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 some capacity and hopefully it's in speaking a way that of, racing can help earn it speaking of that did you see that the uh some other news we got the uh the salary cap is doubling next season good yep well, 2.6 2.6 something and they're also they're phasing out uh oh what's the name for the monopoly money no it's not tam or gam um uh allocate it Allocate, yeah, they're phasing out allocation money and they've doubled the salary gap. Yeah, which they need to stop with all racing this, like, a lot of room for stuff. some new signings. Like anything that's related to the MLS structure needs to go away with. Like, yeah, the fake money, like the cap, but drafts, cap. I mean, the cap's a very like American sports thing. I which, thought we trusted business people to be good at business. Why we gotta. Well, we gotta save them from themselves. They should be able to to decide how much money they're gonna spend on their own. Oh, I'm 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 totally with you. The the irony is not lost on myself and many other people out there, but that's just the way it is. So anyway. Uh but good news. Glad to see it double. That's a it's a big big boost for the league, I think. Yep. So especially uh <laughs> I don't know if I, I would like to think maybe having 
some pressure from the USL starting the Super League. It might have might have nudged them towards that a little oh, bit. That's, that's like certainly going to make the NWSL continue to be creative and, and maintain their to top clear stature. Out some space between them and the Super League uh, salary wise. So that, that's a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. They needed that that competition to push them even even further. So uh, I'm pretty happy about that development. All right, Zach. Do you have any uh, any kind of final thoughts? I think we've we've largely covered what we know as of right now. Again, I think it's a, I think things are going to start happening real quick soon. Compare. I think we're at much more of a question mark in the off season than we were with Louisville City. I think there's still a lot of moves left to make. So yeah. I, uh, I think end of this month we'll probably have a much better idea of how we think the season's going to go. I think we should probably see a couple of those dominoes fall into place roster wise by the end of this month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, preseason's January 22nd. So you'd like to think that they would have gotten most of their business at least done by that point. When does the season start? That's an early preseason. I feel like. Was it like March? I feel like I saw it. March. Okay. That sounds right. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure it's out there. I just didn't pull that up because why would I be fully prepared? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ben. I think we we let these people get back to their lives. Yeah, we're going to let you guys get back to it. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully next time we talk about racing, we're uber excited because we got a lot of new cool pieces to the puzzle. But until that point, we'll catch you guys next time. Take care. Vamos, Morados. Bye, all. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.